Wake up, everyone. It's time for the Steve Noble Show, where biblical Christianity meets the everyday issues of life in your home, at work, and even in politics. Steve is an ordinary man who believes in an extraordinary God. And on his show, there's plenty of grace and lots of truth. But no sacred cows. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble. Good to be back with you. Uh, We're going to be spending the whole hour today talking about something that uh, I didn't spend uh, much time focusing on this when I first started getting active in politics going back to 2004. And we were very active and, and people down at the North Carolina State Legislature did not like me. They didn't like call to action. This was before radio. Uh, and we were dealing with good issues and we were uh, engaged uh, on the front lines and we were doing what we could to pressure legislators and put out uh, voting guides and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, over the course of several years, it was a good friend of mine, uh, Jim Young, who started Capital Commission who is always banging the drum that we need to pray for those in authority over us. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know it's in the scripture, but uh, it feels a whole lot better. And, uh, and, and it even seemed more effective at the time to just pound away and get mad at politicians and go do uh, what we did. And while that has an important place and activism is part of the American fabric and built into it and uh, constitutionally protected, if you go down all those roads without prayer, uh, ultimately, from a kingdom perspective and even from a, a earthly perspective, for the most part, you're wasting your time. If you're going to run into the battle without prayer, you're going to have a problem. And also, I found once I, I finally came around and, and had to retrain our own four kids that at the time, Barack Obama uh, was not actually a punchline. He was the president of the United States and somebody that we should pray for. And so that that really started to change my heart when I started using uh, Capital Commission, this daily email, which would point me to. Uh, legislators elected officials to pray for. And then I, then I, my heart towards politicians started to change. And that's just one aspect of what we need to do when it comes to praying for the country. And uh, been around a lot of activists, been around a lot of activi- activism in the last 20 years. And, and sometimes prayer almost comes in at the end. Oh, yeah, let's make sure we pray. Let's make sure we share the gospel. Actually, prayer should be at the front end of all this stuff. A good friend of mine that worked with Greg Laurie when I used to work with Greg Laurie in the Harvest Crusades said, hey, prayer isn't the only thing we should do, but we should do nothing without it. And that that stuck with me. That was probably 10 or 12 years ago. It stuck with me ever since. So uh, what are we doing uh, to pray uh, for our nation, for your city, for your county, for North Carolina, for our elected officials on either side of the aisle? Well, coming up on Saturday, October 14th, right here in Raleigh, downtown Raleigh, at the the original Capitol building, which is right there on Edenton Street, one Edenton Street, the North Carolina State Capitol, beautiful old building. You're going to have an opportunity to kind of put uh, feet to your faith when we have our friends at PrayNC.com is doing this on Saturday, October 14th at 11 a.m. Our friends at Capitol Commission are doing it. They're partnered together. And then from 12 to 2 is the PrayNC event. It's Pray-NC.com is the website. Tanya Skelly, uh, God just kind of raised this up in you several years ago there in Rowan County, and it's uh, probably (laughs) done a little bit more than you perhaps expected at the time. But it's great to have you on. Thanks for being on today. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, Steve, for having me. You're very welcome. So this really goes back to uh, what what was kind of the we'll talk, of course, about the event here in Raleigh coming up on Saturday, October 14th, which is only a week from this Saturday. But but what kind of got this rolling for you uh, in your life as an individual Christian there in Rowan County? How did this kind of start? Uh, yeah. So my husband um, and I moved here. We Rowan County, very specifically, we're in Salisbury. But my husband retired from the Army. He's an Army officer, retired. And we moved here in 12. 
And uh, I was soon after, a few years after we were here, I was studying the book of John. And when I got to John 17, before Jesus goes to the cross, and he's praying for believers yet to come, that we be unified, that we be united. I critically looked around my now my my uh, county and i i didn't see that yeah. and so what was birthed out of that is called pray rowan rowan county and so believers coming together the first saturday of the month from 10 to 11 uh we come together and we pray and we sing worship music and so this october um which is actually this saturday is eight years mm. that we have been doing this in our county yeah, so it's when you first started that very first Saturday, Tanya, how many people showed up? Oh, easily 500. Really? Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's totally amazing to me. I think so, too, because um, and what I've come to learn is prayer is usually not well attended. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, prayer in churches, churches can do all kinds of outreach and events and, and it's very well attended, but they can have an evening of prayer, a time of prayer, and you have three people show up. Right. Which boggles my mind because the the longer I walk with the Lord, the more I understand, as you said, when you started praying for elected officials, it changed your heart, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it is the most powerful thing that we can do. When I think about that veil being torn, that we can actually go to holy God who created the heavens and the earth. He wants to hear from us and we can approach the throne of grace. It is mind boggling, mm-hmm. mind boggling. Yeah, and when you guys gathered, was this just a, okay, let's pray for what's going on around here in Salisbury, which is in Rowan County, or was it bigger than that? Um, I would definitely say it was initially, it was what's happening in our neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. What are we seeing? Um, we are definitely seeing some gang-related deaths and shootings, wow. certainly drugs, violence in our community, um, racism. I mean, different things that we we have plenty of things to pray about. I mean, you take any city in the United States, we have plenty to pray about. Yeah. But as time marches on, as we get closer to his return, uh, we're seeing an increase. And, and we're told that that's going to happen in scripture. We have plenty to pray about. But yes, I would say, um, you know, o- over time, it's increased that we're praying for our nation. Mm-hmm. We're praying for our state. And there's things that happen. So, you know, last month, we're praying for Hawaii. We're praying for Maui. Then we're praying for Florida. Yeah, there's, there's no lack of things to pray for in terms of our prayer life. And again, that that's what, what, what I love about that story is when you start with Salisbury, which is essentially your Jerusalem. And then uh, Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the world, and and you really can't do all that. Sometimes when people go, "Oh man, how are we going to? How long? How long? How long is this prayer gathering going to be?" We're like, "Oh, you know, an hour or two hours." People are like, "Man, I can't pray for two hours." You'd be shocked <laughs> when you really get into that prayer environment with the other people that are approaching the throne with you. It's always shocking how uh, how time flies there because you're you're doing the Lord's work and you're communing with our father. And so people go, Oh man, that's, that's really difficult. I don't know if I can pray that long. Trust me, you can. And especially when there's a lot of different things to pray for. And like you said, Tanya, it's only getting worse. That's the reality as in the days of Noah, that's our destination. You're not going to change that. We can see revival and awakening along the way, but we're going to get there. So what should we pray for? How should we pray? We're going to talk about what's going on coming up on Saturday, October 14th, starting at 11 AM, but it's basically 11 to two uh, with our friends at PrayNC.com. Pray-NC.com. This is Steve Noble on the Steve Noble Show. We'll keep talking to Tanya after this and talk about what you can expect that day, why it's so important to be there. And if we don't pray, you get exactly what you didn't pray for. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show. Good to hear some intro music. Thank you to my friends over there in Winston-Salem. Back with Tanya Skelly. Uh, Pray NC, pray-nc.com is the website. And a very important opportunity for all of us. And it really is an opportunity. You call it an event. I, yeah, I got it. You know, I've been playing this game for a while, so I, I understand the nomenclature. Uh, but this is something that should be a regular part of our lives as Christians. And oftentimes I'll have to remind people, uh, when Paul was writing to Timothy and, and specific to politics, praying for those in authority over us, uh, that wasn't a suggestion. It wasn't a, a nudge. It was a command. And when you think about, uh, like, if I if I want to trigger you and, and I say Joe Biden, uh, how often do you pray for Joe Biden? Uh, do, do you pray for Donald Trump or do you pray for Donald Trump more often than you pray for Joe Biden? Then you got a problem with Paul's point, because when Paul writes to Timothy and says, pray for those in authority over us, the guy that was in authority ultimately over Rome at the time was Nero. Nero using Christians literally as tiki torches in his gardens at night, one of the great persecutors of the church. And Paul says, yes, even him. And that's just when it comes to the political realm for elected officials. But what about education and police and fire and EMS and uh, local politicians, the local church, unity in the church? There's so much to pray for. So we'll have an opportunity to come together as the body of Christ Saturday, October 14th. Downtown at the North Carolina State Capitol here in Raleigh, 1 Edenton Street. That's the original Capitol building, beautiful historical building. It's a perfect setting for this. And so Tanya Skelly is here with us today just kind of explaining this process and what we can look forward to. Again, Tanya, thanks so much for being here today. It's such a great topic. Thank you so much, Steve. You know, what you were just now saying about praying for people in authority and even ones that uh, oppose the gospel. I remember when the cities were burning, um, 2020, 2021. Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine, a, a dear pastor. People have our blind spot, so they should. Sure. And I remember him. He just asked a probing question. Do you see rioters or do you see lost souls? Hmm. Are you question. praying for them? Yep. So same thing. I mean, there's people all the time that we can um, that can be opposed to to our way of thinking that are not standing on the gospel. Our greatest tool is to be praying, even yeah. in Ephesians, when it talks about the spiritual armor after the six pieces, it says, and pray. Mm-hmm. So it's prayer activates that armor. We must be praying. Yeah, we must be. And so when you look at it, the nation, if, if God's people, if all of us were really uh, as committed to our prayer life for this nation and all the various elements we're going to talk about, as we are to our posting life, our fun life, our entertainment life, whatever, or our complaints about politics and all the rest of it. Man, if I, I, I got to tell you, Tonya, if I, if I prayed as often as I posted, uh, I'd be a lot more like our good friend Elaine Funderburg, who's just a, one of those people that just has such a heart for prayer. So take us through. This is Saturday, uh, October 14th, coming up real soon. So our friends at Capitol Commission are at 11 a.m. They're doing uh, something they've done for several years. We're going to talk to Brad Harbaugh uh, in the second half of the show. But then Pray NC really is from 12 to 2. So help us understand what's going to be happening then. I know you've got a great list of speakers. I know a bunch of these folks that are going to be sharing. Uh, so so what can we expect and, and what, how can we partner with you on that Saturday? Thank you so much. Yeah, so so like you said, 11 o'clock is Capitol Commission's prayer walk. It's more about praying than walking, literally going around the Capitol building itself that starts at 11. I would say arrive early if you're going to do that prayer walk. Get your lawn chair set up on the lawn. We are going to be on the east side, which is the Wilmington mm-hmm. Street side. Um, so get your lawn chair set up. Do that prayer walk. And then you guys will come back a little bit early before 12. And from 12 to 2, um, we're going to actually sing worship music together. We have Britt Nicole, who is wow, uh, awesome. an award-winning artist. She is from North Carolina, born and raised here. 
she actually lives in California right now. She is flying back just to come and worship with us and to pray with us. And so we're excited about that. Um, We have a statewide choir, people that have come from all over Hmm. the state. I don't know if this has ever been done. We have two women that are amazing that have been over that. I haven't seen that done down there before, no. No, no. So it's been amazing. So even some, they they just practiced for the first time a couple weeks ago Hmm. in Salisbury, which is two hours from Raleigh, and people drove from all over to come and practice. That's so awesome. And then they left with a CD, I think is how they did it, and then they are practicing in their own places (laughs) and coming back. So, uh, yeah, we are going to be praying. You name it, we're praying over it. So there is a program. There are people that will actually be praying, but there's also going to be a time where we're going to gather together and we'll have a little bit of time to pray in prayer circles as well. So everybody's going to have a voice to be able to pray. Yeah, and that's uh, what kind of things have you seen happen just in the people that come out to these things? Because like I mentioned, Tanya, I mean, I've been at this a while. I've seen the impact. That's what happened to me. You show up at one thing and then you're like, okay, I think there's a lot more to this Christian life than than I was settling for. Uh, So so what have you seen just in terms of regular Christians coming out? I love the fact that it's a lot of different churches. I've I've, I've always loved that when you have a lot of people like in your town of Salisbury, but there's a bunch of Christians that probably don't know each other. Because they go to different churches and never the two shall meet. But with something like this, unity is such a big deal. But but what what kind of impact have you seen just on individual believers? What what happens to them when they come out? Yeah. So earlier we were talking about pray Rowan. It started locally. Uh, when we did a, those first couple of meetings, prayer gatherings, it was almost like you know. So it's from ten to eleven. It was like someone turned on the lights and the cockroach scattered. I mean, nobody <laughs> was fellowshipping and hanging out together. And then over the next couple of months, what you saw was people lingering. And now we we are being told, hey, you got to leave. You got to go because <laughs> the relationships have been formed and people who didn't know each other. We don't look alike. We come from bif- different cultures and backgrounds, yeah. worship differently. But the thing that we have in common is Jesus. We have the main and the plain in common mm-hmm. in agreement with that in Scripture. And so we start there. And so we've seen relationships formed. I have actually seen um, one of our African-American pastors was invited to preach at one of the white pastor's churches. And now that's been several times. That's awesome. And then it's gone back and forth. And so that's one example. Um, But we've seen friendships. We've heard of people traveling. Um, One thing I will also say is at Pray Rowan and even at Pray North Carolina, we're going to have a prayer box. You come over to that table, write down your prayer request. We faithfully have people that are praying over that during our time. Mm, awesome. And at Pray Rowan, our prayer chair comes up at the end and says, hey, I have a mama. She's praying for this child. I have a guy that is looking for a job. And so this was one of our first ones. And after we all prayed, somebody said, hey, who's looking for a job? And he raised his hand, come over here and find me. <laughs> and so the things that we see where Christians are coming yep. together uh-huh. and the body is being unified. The other thing I would say is that the our local churches, our marriages, our community is being edified. Yeah. You know, and so we know it's strengthening the body, the ecclesia. And so we and, and I and that's only the things that I can hear about and I right. can see. I can right. imagine in the spiritual realm what's happening. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and that's why uh faith like a mustard seed is always gonna produce uh, tenfold, a hundredfold, a thousandfold. There's, and and I know everybody listening to us right now. Everybody gets gets a podcast later, or whatever the case may be. We're 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 all agonizing and heartbroken about the state of the nation on on all kinds of different levels. And so the question is, what are you what are you willing to do about it? Vote, yeah, that's important. Give money to a campaign, all that stuff. 
Uh, we spend time in prayer, and when we do that together, it's very, very powerful. So that's what's coming up Saturday, October 14th, 11 a.m. with our friends at Capital Commission, and then from 12 to 2 is the program that uh, Tanya and her team have put together for PrayNC.com is the website, PrayNC, Pray-NC.com. You can go there, get all the inf- information. And by the way, it's easy to find the state capitol in downtown Raleigh, and, and I know Tanya said east side. You can pretty much see all sides when you walk around, so it's it's beautiful place. It's easy to, to uh, navigate. So please make sure you come out and join us Saturday, October 14th, starting at 11, and then pray and see from 12 to 2. Tanya, thanks so much for being on. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Steve. You're very welcome. We'll be right back. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, the Steve Noble Show, continuing our conversation about our prayer lives with respect to uh, our nation, your city, your county, the the state, and, and the nation as well. It was great to talk to Tanya Skelly. I've never met her before, but uh, it's just another great example of God just kind of plucking somebody that's just uh, doing their regular life and just giving her a burden, in this case, for prayer. And that got started in Rowan County. And then uh, this coming, not this Saturday, but a week from Saturday, the 14th, will be down at the North Carolina State Capitol, we mentioned several times in that uh, segment, those two segments with Tonya, that they were partnering with our friends at Capitol Commission. Uh, and I've been friends with uh, Jim Young and Brad Harbaugh and the folks at Capitol Commission for years. That had a huge impact on my life as a Christian engaging in the political arena. So on that same Saturday, partnering with Pray NC is Capitol Commission. So that prayer walk starts at 11 a.m. on Saturday, October 14th. It's right downtown at the North Carolina State Capitol, which is a beautiful place. Uh, to do that and uh, been to many of those and I'm hoping I'll be able to get back from Montreat in time that I can join him for them but we've got our good friend uh, Brad Harbaugh from Capital Commission. Brad how you doing my friend? I am doing great Steve and uh, along that line of praying that God would heal our land I want Mm -hmm. to throw out two words for the listening audience to ponder Uh, pristine felicity that is (laughs) <laughs> that is the Gesenius Hebrew Chaldee lexicon uh, interpretation of the word that is used for heal, mm. uh, God's healing of Ephraim in Hosea 6.1, <clears throat> and it's also in Second Chronicles 7.14. <clears throat> and, and so pristine means like new. Yeah. You know, you go shopping for a car, you want something that's like new. Yes. We, we tend to not use pristine too often. Uh, it, it's really an uncommon word right now in our culture, but that's felicity right. is deep happiness. So put that together. God is going to bring healing. Mm. It says in Hosea 6, 1 to Ephraim, which has turned its complete back on God. A lot of similarity to where we are in our yes. nation. And he says, hey, if you repent and turn back, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to heal you, pristine felicity heal you. I'm going to make you like new and give you deep happiness. Now, think about that. That's certainly what we are praying for. That is what we are praying um, for. Amen. And I have, uh, I appreciate Tanya Skelly. And, uh, you know, she is, when I was, uh, boy, it was six years or so ago when I was NC State Minister, uh, Tanya and Lane Thunderberg and several other ladies would come and pray in the chapel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great to see her heart for our state continue. Yeah. And I'm really behind what uh, our 
NC State Minister's doing. Burt Jones is doing a great job teaching the yes. word in That's our right. capital. Uh, he had his uh, cumulative attendance of Bible study in a legislative capital. Hmm. I- I'm talking for real. In North Carolina, he had his 1,000th attendee. Wow. That's this awesome. Year. Yeah. And so, so just you know, just by think- way of, I, I don't want to assume everybody's familiar <clears throat> with what Capital Commission does. So let's just uh, stop for a second real quick. And, and Brad, just kind of introduce people that, that aren't familiar with this incredible ministry. Uh, what is Capital Commission all about? We're an arm of the church. Um, you know, uh, we are all accountable to our local churches. It is, it is a requirement that we are a member of good standing and accountable to our local churches for every single part of our team. Uh, we're we're in, including uh, if if we count our our upcoming plant in Alabama, uh, we'll be at 27 of wow. our states, and we are like missionary pastors. And, and and you know many ministries will maybe rotate a pastor into the capital, which I I appreciate all these ministries that are doing this, but <clears throat> we we plant a person that literally ministers in the name of Jesus in that capital, builds trust relationships, stands there with no political agenda, no lobbying for any cause except Jesus yep. and ministering to their hearts. Now, hey, we, we, it was national news, the Ken Paxton impeachment. Yeah, that's right. And, and I want to tell we did a live call on that. You know why? Because Capital Commission's ministry undergirded that all those people, uh, our state minister walked with those that walked over the documents from the House to the Senate. Wow. And he, he actually did devotions with them, and and they prayed, and they said, God, help us to make the right decision. And, and we want to seek your face in this. He did the same thing with a group of the senators, and— um, That's amazing. It's wide open. He he has been counseling. He has been with Ken and Angela for three years behind the wow. scenes, just ministering to them as yep. a couple. And, and and so, you know, what do we pray? We just, God, may your desired will be done. As a ministry, we're not taking a position on which side they're going to vote on, but we want our leaders to seek the face of God. Amen. That's right. And, um, you know, and so, you know, Obviously, number one, we want them to be in Christ. That's right. We want them to know that they'll spend eternity in heaven with God. But for sure, we we want our leaders to be seeking after God, and uh, and and it's something right now that obviously we don't see. That's right. Um, and uh, across the board. Yeah, and that's what I've always loved about. About Capital Commission, then you can share some stories because I know God just continues to use you guys all over the country. Uh, but but. You know, that's where we have to really check ourselves at the door. And if you're going to access uh, our elected officials, what's the most important thing you can do with them and for them uh, to pray for them and to introduce them to the gospel, to minister to them if they're in Christ? And then if they're not in Christ, the, their their salvation is more important than the next vote. And in fact, their salvation and their then sanctification will begin to impact how they vote. If you're seeking the Lord's face and, you, and you've got the Holy Spirit and you're seeking his face, uh, I'm going to trust you in elected office. But if those things are not there, 
uh, I'm dealing with a broken vessel from day one. So that's why I just love it, you guys. Your, your primary focus, your focus is on the gospel and discipleship. And I know you wanted to share some stories, Brad. Sorry to jump in there. So go ahead. I'd love to hear them. No, there's some great stuff happening. And uh, I, I just want to tell you two quick ones. One, uh, this year God allowed us to open the state of Nevada. And um, we've, we've got a retired police officer who served as a chaplain through the Billy wow. Graham organization to, to first responders uh, who called me early January and said, hey, uh, could I serve as a state minister? And I said, well, I don't know. We spent about three and a half months vetting him and working with him. Ron ha- McMillan has just become uh, a real uh, super uh, minister in Nevada. Wow. That's awesome. And and I got to tell you, we prayed. We went online because I never set foot in the capital. He never set foot in the capital in Nevada. So we're going to a capital to launch a Bible uh, ministry called Turkey. And <laughs> we gathered outside this capital and prayed for an hour. During that prayer time, God laid on my heart a name. And he was a, a former congressman from New Mexico, of all things. And I called him and I said, hey, Bill, I'm in Carson City. And first of all, <laughs> I mean, some people would call it today in the loose way that they define miracle. But his answering the phone was a miracle. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but he said, he stopped me and he said, hey, Brad. Here's the guy you need to talk to. Now think about that. <laughs> I think love about the God like we serve. Daniel said, remember Daniel? He goes, there is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven. And and I want to tell you that we are we are there. I And I call this man who ran for Senate who didn't get in, and he, he told me, look, here's eight people in the Capitol you hmm. need to talk to. Wow. So we walk into the Capitol, and – before we even get a chance to talk to them, I mean, I mean, you know, the Holy Spirit was very much saying, "Be careful." Yeah. Um, there's 65 legislators in the in the, the state of Nevada, and and so instead of just walking in and just handing out Bible studies and doing that kind of thing, I I really waited for God to send us people that would communicate with us, and so. The first one was a senator, and the senator unbelievably invited us into her office and hmm. said, I, I, I really would like you to pray for me. Wow. Now think about that. That, yeah. that is just, that does not happen. That does <laughs> not happen. And <clears throat> so we, we prayed with her, and then um, we went to several other offices, and then about an hour later, we walked in this office, and <clears throat> some of the staff, they had a big picture of the band Chicago. Yeah, I, I yeah. remember from my high school days, and I Me commented too. on that. I said, you're, you're a <laughs> Chicago fan, and we talked a little bit about music. I said, well, I'm here with our state minister. Well, Brett, hold that thought. I'm up against a break. Can you hold that okay. thought? Because I want to hear the rest of that story. Yeah. I know you've got another story, and then we've got two big events coming up, not just the prayer event, but also coming up uh, in early November, Empowering Leaders for Righteousness. We're going to talk about that as well with Brad Harbaugh from Capital Commission. We'll be right back. 
If your head is moving right now, you're a child of the 80s. I know that. Welcome back. It's Steve Noble, The Steve Noble Show, talking to our good friend Brad Harbaugh at Capital Commission. Their website, by the way, I'm going to give you two addresses here. Capitalcom.org, okay, C-A-P-I-T-O-L. If you're like, O-L, what's up with that? Okay, I'm going to tell you the same thing my dad told me for my whole life until he went to be with the Lord. Look it up. You need to learn the difference between capital with an A-L and capital with an O-L. And it has to do with the subject. Okay, so capital with an O-L, capitalcom.org, takes you right to the Capital Commission homepage. And then one other one that I've talked about for years and had a huge impact on me was pray1tim2.org, pray1tim2.org. So whether you're here in North Carolina or you're in Utah, or you're up in Virginia, down in South Carolina, wherever you happen to be listening, uh, just go pick on your state. Just click on your state. When you go to that website, pray1tim2.org, and sign up for the daily email, which will then give you uh, five, sometimes six uh, officials. For me, it's like one at the federal level, and then two in our state Senate, three in our state House, and a prayer prompt for the day, and pray for it. doesn't show you their party affiliation, uh, which probably is a good idea for some of us to not know that. And just start praying for those in authority over us. According to scripture, you'll be amazed at what, what God does in your heart and your mind. So make sure you go there. And then, uh, and then we got a couple of events. Of course, the prayer event coming up on Saturday, October 14th in downtown Raleigh, if you're here in North Carolina, which is going to be a powerful time of prayer. 11 a.m. is the prayer walk that uh, Brad and his team at Capitol Commission are doing. And then the pray and see part of it starts at noon. So it's going to be an awesome day coming up on Saturday. October 14th, we're going to talk about the early November uh, event coming up as well, which is to benefit the Capital Commission, which is an incredible ministry. But Brad, you were right in the middle of a story, so I want to make sure we finish that story and all the amazing things that were going on there in Nevada, which of course is the home of Las Vegas, Sin City, but that that's not going to deter the Lord. So you were telling us about that. No, no. Uh, right, Carson City, of course, small town, but right in the legislative building on that first day, really at the end of the first hour, stepping foot in that Capitol, we're talking with three interns. And we came to the point of saying, how could we pray for you? And Hmm. they gave us that deer in the headlights look. And uh, by the way, that is a great way. Is there anything I can pray for in your life to ask to really open the door to help you understand where people are and and maybe have a conversation about Jesus. But but. So we did that, and they're, they're kind of saying, no, no, we're good. We don't need anything. And, uh, and all of a sudden, the senator steps in the, in the doorway and from the back office and invites us in, and she just breaks down crying. And she said, my, I, my, my constituents voted me here. I, uh, you know, I, I, I ran. I'm, I'm pro-life, but there was such a terrible bill presented. And she went into all the details. She says, there's no way I could vote for that. It was going to destroy a woman's life. And, and I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't go down that pathway. Yeah. And now I got my own constituents hating me and everybody's hating me and I'm overwhelmed. And, you know, and she, she was definitely in distress. And we, we basically sit down and encouraged her in the name of, of Jesus and, and prayed with her. And, and God used that, those two things, and then there, there are two solid born-again uh, assemblymen in that capital, and, uh, but a very small percentage. Yeah. But Nevada has a state minister. We were just there, spoke on KNIS a few weeks ago, 
And uh, God is building a ministry footprint in um, the Nevada capital in Carson City. And for the first time in over seven years, glory to God, there is a staff Bible study going on in that capital. Now, legislation only meets every other year. Yeah, wow. But this this is cool. That's super cool. But, uh, well, let me let me tell you about the event, and then i got to tell you the dream story, which is my favorite one of the year, and I don't know how much time we have, so I'll be quick. Yeah, you're good. we got, we got about Nove- seven minutes. All right. Okay, good. November 2nd, uh, Capital Commission is uh, doing a fundraiser, and uh, we want to plant three ministries a year, and and – God is God is opening doors for us that is unbelievable. I mean, I, we have an African uh, nation that wants us to plant a ministry there. <laughs> so South cool. Korea wants us to plant a ministry there. Oh, we are man. overwhelmed with opportunity. Yeah, we need people that will say, "God, I want to, I want to get behind this, pray yeah. and get behind this ministry." Anyway, empowering leaders for righteousness is November second. We were, uh, Matt Papa is going to give a concert that night. This is not going to be some boring banquet. I'm t- no, I no. It. Matt Papa is a dear friend of mine. He's been a friend for years. We used to do a lot of big ministry events together to benefit my ministry. Matt's an incredible contemporary Christian, but now he, and he's working with the Gettys now. Now he's just, there are not many good hymn writers out there. Matt is one of them. So he'll be absolutely oh, incredible yeah. that Thursday, November 2nd. Absolutely. And Grant Castleberry, who, who speaks uh, Great uh, Unashamed Truth on, on Truth Note, yep. is, is going to be our keynote. And, and awesome. his challenge, I'm, a, I'm just going to be up front with you guys, his challenge is going to be why every church that preaches the gospel in this country needs to get behind this mission, this mission yeah. movement. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of our distinctives, I'm going to tell you, is we are uh, in, accountable to the local church. Yeah, and, and that that's right. sets us apart. But uh, anyway, get behind that. I want to give, and you, Steve, you can do this any way you want, but I want to okay. give two people two, a, a ticket that night. Now, it's, it's 150 bucks uh, to buy a seat at this. So, uh, But we've had a couple sponsors that have gotten behind it and uh, have said, hey, we want to want to give away some seats. So well, let's I'm do it this way, Brad. Let me, cu- let me cut this deal with you. Let's do it this way. Uh, we'll give away two tickets to that night with uh, Matt Papa and Grant Castleberry. Uh, can we? Can Gene and I come, and then the four of us will sit together? So we give away two tickets, and then those will be people from the show, and then we can sit with them, which would be cool. Would that be all right? Steve used to be Steve used to be a used car salesman, guaranteed. But anyway, <laughs> yes, that, that will work. Yeah, I mean, I would be there anyway. But this will be that'll be awesome. So I'll do that. Uh, I'll probably do it in the next few days. I'll make sure I'll do it. I, we don't have time today, but I'll make sure I do that. That's very kind of you. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I love Capital Commission. I love Grant. I love Matt. I love Brad. So, so trust me, this is something you want to get behind. So we'll talk more about that November 2nd. Tell me the dream right. story real quick. We've got about three minutes. Three minutes. I'll do it in three minutes. i got to be careful and not give away uh, details. This is confidential. Okay. But I will say this. <clears throat> God still is at work in this country. Uh, a high-profile head of of uh, his political party, one of the highest-ranking heads of his political party in a in a, a pretty liberal state, uh, had a dream. Um, 
he didn't attend church, didn't read his Bible, really had no no uh, no desire to seek after God in any way. Hmm. And God uh, allowed him to have a dream that he was walking in a valley, and an angel asked him what mansion he wanted. And, and the man turned to the angel and said, well, uh, is my wife going to be with me? <laughs> of all <laughs> things, right? Yeah. And and the angel was dead silent. And he said again, is my wife going to be with me? And the angel didn't answer his question. And so this troubled him. He evidently had it more than once. Mm-hmm. And uh, he met our minister in the Capitol, had been there for a long time, decade. And he said, hey, I know you teach the Bible. Is there anything in the Bible that speaks about this kind of thing? Wow. It's really troubling me. It's right out of the book of Daniel almost, right? Nebuchadnezzar being yeah. troubled. Yeah. And and our, our our state minister was wise enough to say, well, you know what? It might, might be I go to prepare a place for you. And if mm-hmm. I go to prepare a place for you, I'll come again that where I am, uh, you may be also. And he said, in the King James, the word place is mansion. So it might be that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he went on. And and this is this is really uh, very uh, something we can all use. He said he said, listen, you're you're a mover and a shaker, and 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 you look for people that impact others, and you want to study them. So let me ask you, who do you think has impacted uh, humanity more in the history <laughs> of the world? Wow. There you and go. then he he said, wait a minute. He said before you even answer that. If his best friend wrote a biography about him, would you read it? And the guy said, "Well, <laughs> yes." Yeah. Of and so he, he said, "Well, I have one in my pocket. It's called the Gospel of John." <laughs> and he handed that to him. Wow. And and he read it, and he came back to him, and he said, "That was compelling." <laughs> and he said, "Look," he said, "Would you like to read the rest of the story?" And he said, "Yes." He says, "Here's the New Testament. Wow. Start reading it, and let's get together." And then let's meet. And so they did that. And on the third time, he said, what do I need to do to know I'll spend eternity in heaven? (laughs) No kidding. This guy came to know Christ. He's being discipled. And his party is asking him to give them counsel. Think of the timing of that. God saved people precisely. Amen. Precisely. That's right. What Precisely. an encouragement to us, huh? What an encouragement to us, uh, which takes us back to pristine felicity, which is what the Lord wants for all of us. He wanted it for that man. He wants it for everybody. Republican, Democrat, old, young, rich, poor, doesn't matter. Uh, God's desire is not that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And that's that's why Capitol Commission is there. That's why they're down at state capitals all around the country. Brad Harbaugh. God bless you, brother. It's always great to hear from you. I'll make sure I take care of those tickets next week and let you know about it. We'll make sure we do radio again. But this Saturday, uh, Saturday the 14th, starting at 11 a.m., and then on November 2nd, we'll talk about that some more next week. I love you, Brad. Thanks for calling in, man. This is Steve Noble on the Steve Noble Show. God willing, I'll talk to you guys again. And like my dad always used to say, ever forward.